I was thinking earlier this week, especially in preparing for uh, this homily, just how readily available light is for us nowadays. I, I think it's something that we take for granted so often. We've all got flashlights on our phones. We can easily bring up a little bit more light if we need it. We have light switches everywhere. Very rarely do we go about in our lives with complete darkness. Maybe at like the very, very end of the day when we turn off all the lights and we go to bed, like, and that's maybe a couple of minutes or so before we go into bed. Very rarely are we completely in the dark. And, we, and it's because of this, we depend on light for so many things. It is so essential to our daily lives. Even during the daytime, when it's light outside, we still turn on the lights inside of our homes, our offices, or our classrooms. We see, you know, the, the more light, the better. We, we are never without enough. There, there's never such thing as too much light, almost, in our day and age. And certainly we see this in just living our normal lives, but applied to faith, we know that Christ is the true light of the world. He is God from God and light from light, as we will profess in the Nicene Creed in just a few minutes. And today in this gospel, in this continuation of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus calls us to join him as light, to participate alongside him in giving radiance to the world. Jesus, who truly enlightens our hearts and our minds, invites us to join him and to participate in his light. But we know that both today and in the ancient world, light has a purpose. And the purpose of light is not limited to itself. We don't have light for light's sake. The light is there to illuminate others, to illuminate something outside of itself, to help something outside of itself. Light diffuses itself for us, for our sake, rather than for the sake of light itself. And so the primary beneficiary of light is not the light, it is us. We are the beneficiaries of light and of its effects. And in much the same way, brothers and sisters, if we are to be the light of the world, we must see our faith as something not just for us, but for others. Our faith is for others. It is for the sanctification of the world. Now, our world, of course, sees this, of course, in the complete opposite way. It sees religion and faith as a very private thing. You know, there's a question that I always ask in, on marriage prep. It's in like the test that I give to newly ordained couples. I don't, I don't write it. It's provided for me. I'm not that profound and wise. But I, it's, it's provided in this test, and it's a question. It's a yes or no question, you know, agree or disagree. And it says, I think prayer is a private matter. And I cannot tell you how many couples answer yes to that question. That prayer is a private matter. But it's the opposite. Prayer is not a private matter. It is something that is for others and meant to be lived out with boldness rather than just kept to ourselves. Because if our faith is just a private thing, if it's not put on display for all to see, if it is not, dare I say, even proclaimed in the public square, then we are a light that is snuffed 
and put under a bushel basket. To truly be the salt of the earth and the light of the world means that we are concerned about the salvation of others and want to do our part to help. That we're concerned about the example that we set or maybe the example we don't set. It's the opposite of, well, you do you. So many people have nowadays. No, it's the opposite of, we, of you do you. The Catholic ethos is precisely that we are called to be a light to others, salt for others, or even a leaven for the world. It is the opposite of live and let live. Faith is meant to be boldly proclaimed. And then our world so often says, you know, don't impose your beliefs on me, while of course imposing its own dogmas of secularism on people of faith. But our faith does not impose Rather, it proposes, it offers light of truth to those in contrast, in stark contrast to the darkness of error. It's not aggressive, but it is bold, self-assured, and unashamed. And in much the same way, we know that light stands out amidst darkness. It's so conspicuous compared to darkness. It's piercing through it. We can't miss it. And in much the same way, if we are to be the light of the world and the salt of the earth, it means that we must stand out a little bit. And that is how our faith should be. Our faith should stand out in a world of darkness. and should be boldly proclaimed in a society so often going mad. You think about it, if salt does not season the meat, then if anything, the meat is worse off for it. And if the light somehow does not stick out from the darkness, then the room isn't any better. And without vibrant Christians, our world is a far worse place. Without Christian lights, salts, or leaven, society around it rots and goes dark, we could say. St. John Chrysostom, a great deacon of the church, reflected on this gospel about in the year three, in the 300s or so. And he writes very beautifully, he says, Nothing is colder than a Christian who does not seek to save others. Like the man who buried his talent or one who keeps life hidden. He says, how can such a person be a Christian? Tell me, if yeast did not make the whole mass like itself, is it really yeast? And again, he says, if if perfume failed to pervade all around it with his fragrance, fragrance, would we actually call it perfume? It is easier for the sun not to give, give warmth or shine than for a Christian not to shed his light. The light of a Christian cannot escape notice. So bright a lamp cannot be hidden. You could take those words from John Chrysostom and apply them to our own day and age. I think they're beautiful for us. It's important that we listen to them. Because we are meant to be that salt of the earth and the light of the world. Because if our lives do not radiate the gospel, then are we really Christians in spirit and in truth or just Christians in name only? The Lord knows there are way too many people in this world who are Christians or Catholics in name only. Because to truly be a disciple of Jesus means to stand out, to be different, but also to be a source of encouragement and example to those who are around us. It's what it means to evangelize and what it means to be the light of the world. So brothers and sisters, our faith is not a private matter or something to be kept to ourselves. Rather, it is meant to be shared, spread, And boldly proclaimed. And so let us proclaim it. Let's put it on display and make it visible. Because we never know how far that light can go or how long that salt might last. So let us be true followers. 
true disciples of our God, who expects our faith to stick out, to be bold, and to affect the world around us.